Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, before we jump into this episode, I'd like to encourage you, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Habits to Goals podcast. Do us, Henry and I, a huge favor, if you could please, leave a review. And finally, if you're new to the program, you're looking for a quick resource and a great tool, just text me, us, at 33444. Again, that's 33444, and simply text four goals. That's the number four, G-O-A-L-S. So that's four goals to 33444. You'll be dialed in. You'll get the template right away. Now let's bring it back to this episode. All righty. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us slash me. My name is Martin Grunberg. And we have the incomparable, brilliant, masterful Henry J. Evans on the other line. And today we got a fantastic mind bullet, don't we, Henry? Yes, indeed. We certainly do. Very exciting. Um, Before we hit that, we must do our obligatory GTR, which is what? What does the GTR stand for? Since somebody asked. Good thing report. Good things report, yes. All right, so what do you got? Well, mine is kind of a, kind of a fun one, but um, I actually heard from a guy that's helping me with my online advertising, and he says he has an idea to cut our advertising spend in half. Mm, that's so all. Anytime you're able to get, get a, double, a double dose uh, of quality or, or cut your price in half, that usually makes you very happy. So that was definitely some good news today. That is that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thanks, um, man. Thank mine you. is somewhat general because there's a lot of specifics to work out, but um, I've re- repeatedly, in whether it's an Amazon review or tweets, had and been encouraged to create a habit factor for kids. People are just like, you know, great book, but you got to do one for teens or for Oh, that's a great idea. And I think there's something percolating with, with a co-author, but if it's not him, who knows, maybe it'll be a her and somebody else. But the point is it's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's, it's probably not happening in 2017, but it'll come. So I'm excited about the habit factor for teens or kids. Beautiful. I think that's a great one. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. I love the potential. Um, All right, Mind Bullet today. I think this one is semi-heavy. What do we got? Well, we're talking about, you know, there was a saying I heard once, which is go to your own funeral and listen to what people say about you. And Uh, if they're not saying things you want to hear, then you might want to, you might want to reevaluate some decisions you're making. And so, you know, um, you know, I've had death in my family. I know you've had it. My mom's, you know, not doing well at all. And I know that, you know, you've had recent death in the family, but how do you turn that into a positive? What's the, what's the value, if you will, of, of dealing with death and, and, and seeing death? Wow. 
So it is heavy. I got, I got chills just thinking about it. And, and for me, it's the catalyst. It's a lot of us, me certainly included. We go through our lives thinking we got eternity. Um, and the problem with that is without the pressure to, uh, take action, to make something happen, um, we just kind of, you know, it's some, it's a someday aisle thing. And the problem with someday aisle is it may never come. And then God forbid you're, you're in a place where your life has passed you by and, and you never took action. So I think as crazy as it is, there, the value in death in many ways is because as soon as, just saying the word death makes you value and appreciate life. And, yes. And if so, so that's like, that's it in a nutshell. And then, um, when you ask the question, I, I immediately flashed to Steve Jobs in his, uh, famous Stanford commencement address. Yes. I've, I've seen that do, one. Do you remember, do you happen to remember, uh, he has one great line because he was just diagnosed at that time with his, I think it was his kidney disease or, or it wasn't kidney. Um, I don't know. It was liver, but the point is obviously it was, well, he had, yeah, he had something bad. It was very, very bad. It was and, bad. Yeah. And at, in the speech, he says, I'll, what I'll do is I'll link it. It's so powerful. He says, he says, death is life's change agent. That's what he calls it. Life's change agent. And huh. it, it was kind of this call to these graduates to realize he, he's talking to them and he's saying, look, you know, you're here now, but very soon <laughs> you're gone. And there's a yep. whole new generation of you right here. And so he's kind of saying, look, that, that I'm okay with this idea of, um, ultimately, you know, if it happens passing from my disease, because this is a good thing in, in the big picture, so to speak. And by the way, I think personally, how, when you saw the run Apple had, if you were to go back and overlay his diagnosis with the run they had, I can't help but think a lot of their innovation and pressure to continue to build and innovate was partially due to him realizing his time was short. So I would agree. And, and I know people who have gotten bad news health wise and who, you know, do have a short amount of time and they do seem to live with a certain vigor and enthusiasm that a lot of us who kind of think, yeah, oh, I've got forever. It's like, just don't have. And that's one thing I love about my wife. And I could, I could have a, have a GTR for her every time, but she's always about, we don't want to wait because there's that story. There was some movie I saw, and, and I've heard of people that have actually had this happen, where these people save and save and save and save, and they get to 65, and they retire, and they're going to 
go sail around the world and do this, do that, and they pass off like, you know, I'm sorry, pass away like one week later. And so, I mean, you don't have any guarantees and you want to think about the destination, but also enjoy every day and live in the present. And when you think about the end, I think it forces you to be a little more cognizant and aware of each day, each hour, each minute, and each second is just like a true gift and trying to really, truly be present during each minute it, uh, that, you know, that you're alive. It forces you. I, I just, it's the old yin and yang. It's like the, the heads and tails. It's like, as soon as you say death, you think about life, <laughs> right? It's impossible not to. And that's, that alone is its great, um, value indicator, so to speak. But let, I, I just pulled up jobs. I, I want to try and read. I don't think we've ever done this on an episode. Um, I just pulled up. It's, it's just one paragraph. It's a few sentences in the middle of his speech, 2005 Stanford commencement address. This was the closest I've been to facing death. He says, and, and I hope it's the closest I get for a few more decades. Having lived through it, I can now say this to you with a bit more certainty that when death was a useful, but purely intellectual concept. So I think just to put this into perspective, what, what happened was he had been diagnosed and now he had a clear bill of health. So anyways, he continues, no one wants to die. Even people who want to go to heaven don't want to die to get there. And yet death is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And that is as it should be because death is very likely the single best invention of life. It is life's change agent. There it is. That's the sentence. It is life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday, not too long from now, you will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Sorry to be so dramatic, but it's quite true. So there you go, buddy. Stealing his... Steve Jobs, true, you know, you got that. Yeah, he, he was he was so incredibly smart, and um, I know he was definitely a flawed individual as, as we all are at the end of the day. But but I know one thing too that there was a quote that he really liked, which was, "If you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right." And then he followed that with looking in the mirror every morning and saying. If today was the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And if the answer is no, too many times in a row, you know you need to make a change. Yeah, and it's so funny. We didn't mean this for to become the the jobs episode, but as a man, who, <laughs> as a man who died far too early, he had a considerable. First of all, as a genius, and and then he had this near-death experience and then had so much time to think about it if you're if we you and i are going to talk about it we might as well um share certainly some of his thoughts and and i i love that and what you said about staring in the mirror is perfect because we an episode or so ago we talked about this idea of success and that is a great in a reverse engineering roundabout way um to get you right to that definition. 
the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or goal or creating your ideal future. So that's the value of uh, the big period, the big end point, if you will. Um, that's all I got, buddy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a, that's a that's a very deep episode. I think this is one of the more deeper ones we've done. But if you haven't thought about the end, and I, and I know Steve Jobs says that somewhere in his speech as well, that it's the one escapable thing that we all share in common. That's right, inescapable. And, and, yeah. and, and, there's, and there's no way out of that, no matter what you do. We're all going to go through it. So, you know, make sure you're ready and, and just enjoy and live each day. As you sit here listening to this podcast, and you know, just you know, show gratitude and live, live a good quality life, which is nothing more than quality moments, you know, moment after moment after moment. That's right, one day at a time. And and I will leave this. Um, I guess I can just put it in the show notes. But what I love to to kind of sign off here to bring it back to the the reader slash listener is this idea that putting a tool in their hands. So. The, the tools or the techniques or what you talked about, you can do the write your own obituary exercise. Mm-hmm. You can do the – Tony Robbins calls it the rocking chair test where you're just 80 years old. You're sitting in a rocking chair and you're thinking – looking back over your life. Um, you can do the, the good old bucket list. But these all – remind you very, very sharply, very clearly that the end is near. And I think the trick is to pretend it's nearer, (laughs) you know, in many ways than it really is. And that's the value, again, of death. So um, any other exercises you like, Henry, before we sign off? No, I think that's a great one. That's, uh, yeah, I I love that. and, And if you actually do take that exercise that you said where you actually do write your own obituary. It's pretty profound. I've actually done that. It's really pretty me. I mean, who's going to be there? What are they going to say about you? Um, and it, it, it doesn't have to be family members. It's like, is there somebody that you let pull in in front of your car, you know, yesterday it's like, and if they showed up there, they would say, yeah, this person was really nice. They'd let me pull in in front. And so, you know, if if you can leave more smiles than when you got here, I think that's that's a key to having a successful life. And and it's important to do because we get so busy day-to-day living, we're not necessarily living in that proactive vision or mindset. So when I did that exercise, I took the majority of a Saturday in the office, um, very heavy, very, very heavy. But those are, the, those are the things that help you figure out where it is you want to go. So thanks for uh, sharing that, Henry. That was fantastic. Love it. Great one. Thank you, buddy. All right, bud. Signing off and uh, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye, listeners. Thank you again. Out. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense 
to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I, the more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.